Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news and entertainment from minimap.com.au. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, joined in a new location, as always, by June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. You're the worst. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're miming sitting you the entire like, time. Miming my mouth at me is really weird. That was a weird way to say that. Um, so uh, it's been a couple of weeks, as always, as it tends to be. We're here with some with some new impressions and stuff like that. We're here in a new location. Jeremy's moved houses. We have natural light in here. It's quite lovely. I can see the city. Mm. Um, so normally we kind of just jump straight into it. We don't have much of a rigmarole, but our rigmarole is just getting a little bit longer actually because. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what that word means. Rigmarole? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the preamble. Gotcha. Do you know what preamble means? I do. Okay. It's only amble at the beginning. <laughs> or, or before the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our rigmarole, as in the, the stuff that we need to talk through at the start of the podcast when we start the podcast, is just getting a bit longer because... I don't uh, know what rigmarole means. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're listening to this, oh god! By the time you're listening to this, our new Patreon will have been launched. So that's um, the the I think the links are Patreon.com/slash/MinimapAU. Um, and so yeah, we've decided to. Is that? Pardon? I don't think it's that. Well, we, we haven't actually said it yet, but I'm, I think that's what I said it to. We can set that to. Yeah. Ah, okay. Cool. I, I spent a lot of time on on that site. Right. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, minimap AU, yeah. Slash minimap AU on patreon.com. Um, sorry. What sorry, this- one more thing. Is the- <laughs> Who owns patreon.com forward slash minimap? I don't know. Maybe us. Give me one second. We should find that out. Can we cut this out? No. Can we leave that in? Because I want to know. I want to call them out directly. Oh, uh, it's just a user. <sighs> it's just a user. So there's no, no page. Ah. That sucks. All right. Okay. Continue the rigmarole. So... Uh, we are starting a new Rigamar- Patreon. Rigamarole. Oh, no, no, they do. None? They they. Rigamarole and morning. Minimap <laughs> launch trailer three months ago on YouTube. Three designers explored the link between video games. Oh my god, guys! What? <laughs> three designers? <laughs> what? Between video games and architecture. Join us. You that's will not be cool. disappointed. That's pretty cool. Oh, maybe they give them money. Fuck these. Yeah, guys. Yeah, you can give them a give them a couple of bucks and then yeah. give us double that. So. Oh my god, this is the... Okay, I'm starting again. So, Collab when? <laughs> uh, Minimap Podcast, I'm McCary, June, Jeremy. Uh, so, we're starting a, a new Patreon page for our site. It's patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, we've decided to open this up for people who want to support us. We've heard of a, a couple of people who want to put some money towards our endeavors. Um, and so, basically, what this allows you to do is to support the content that we have been creating and allow us to create better content and more of it. So this avenue allows people to support us. And so uh, in creating more and better content, we've, we've committed to a, uh, a new article release schedule. So we want to be releasing one every week. We've been a bit lax with that in the last few weeks, but never mind. We, we've, we've given it a trial and I think it works really well for us. So we're recommitting to that. There's going to be a new article at least once a week from each of us on a rotating roster. As well as that, we've got our two podcasts. So we've got this one, Minimapcast, Game Spoilers Podcast, which is our game club. And once we hit a certain milestone on Patreon, we will be launching our third podcast, which is June's Baby, mm-hmm. called... Kisscast. Except I don't think it is called that because we spent... 
Isn't it the other the one? The other is one. Pe- is it a pecking order? Did yes. we decide that? Yes. <laughs> a it's, pecking, a, it's a called pecking the pecking order. order. The pecking order. Um, I had a Twitter poll and everything. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's been so long. The I think if you if you put in five bucks, you get the pilot episode, right? Uh, I think it's two bucks. Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars, and you get the pilot episode that we recorded. Then was honestly a, a lot of good fun. It was so much fun. The funnest I've had recording something good before. episode. We were so delirious. Um, so yeah, like two bucks, like half a coffee. Yeah, like totally. Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. That is so good. <laughs> I want to listen to it again now. Um, so you get different things from us. You can get access to outtakes. You get access to our patron Discord server. You can get access to um, our notes from episodes for um, game spoilers. Uh huh. Uh huh. And if you support us at the fifteen dollar tier, uh, you can become a producer of a podcast of your choice basically so you can um if you donate at 15 dollars, you get to choose you get you know talk to us you get to choose through that which podcast you want to be aligned yourself with and then you'll get a shout out every every time we record that podcast for the month that you have supported so any podcast that we record in that month that you have deemed yourself to be the producer of you'll get a nice shout out hey Patron user X. We'll say your name in whatever funny way you want. Yes, and also thank you very kindly for supporting us so kindly. And give you a big smooch. Um, that was that very was clean. Really good. That was that could be like the intro to the picking order. <laughs> like that was some good foley. <laughs> I might isolate that. Um, so yeah, there's more information on that on that Patreon page. More information on our Twitter. Go have a go have a look there if you're interested in supporting us. If not. No worries. These podcasts are going to be here for you anyway. Mm-hmm. And as well as our site. Everything there is on minimap.com.au. Um, so, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Um, oh, I don't really know what to lead with. June, do you want to start with CTR? Yeah. Um, Crash Team Racing came out two what? weeks ago, a week ago. A week and a half, A I week think. and a half ago. Yeah. Um, which is a remake of a game on PS1. One. Um, and it's like Mario Cup with like Crash characters. And this is a game that I played like with my sister more than Mario Kart. Like it was, yep. it was the game that like I don't remember. I think we had a question like um, on one of these episodes last year that was like, what, uh, what's wh- which way did what game did you play in the wrong way or something like that? Right. And like this was my answer because like we played hide and seek on the Crash Team Racing. Oh, episode. that's right. Yeah, I remember um, you saying that. So like I was quite excited, especially to get it on Switch because I want to play it in bed, um, and portably just in general, and um. It is okay. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I can't tell if it's just okay because, like, the original game is just okay and it's, like, dated a little bit. Right. But, like, um, it's just not as... It doesn't feel as polished as Mario Kart and stuff. Oh, interesting. Which is understandable, I suppose, because it's not Nintendo. But um, it, uh, it's very... It, like, I think I'm enjoying it because it is nostalgic and, like, it's all like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. That's, that's where we played hide and seek. That's the best spot to hide. Like, you know. Yeah. But, um... Other than that, like, it's really frustrating. It's really hard. Like, I I didn't expect it to be as hard as it is. Um, And, like, the drifting is funny and, like, it's it's strange. I think I just need to play a little bit more of it. Right. um, So far, it's, like, just, like, five of it. It's, like, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Have you been playing it with or without people? Just by myself so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested because my sister's borrowing my Switch over the weekend. this, This weekend. So, I'm interested to see what she thought of it. Yeah. I will get back to you on that. I've heard the load times are a little. Load times suck. They like suck. on on the Switch version yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah, they're really 
not really bad, but like they're bad. Yeah, um, noticeable. They are noticeable. Like by that time, like especially because because it is quite hard and like you can't progress unless you come first. Yeah. Um, like so, like the first level took maybe me like six times to win. And wow. every time you lose, you have to go through the loading screen again. Oh, no. Which oh, there's no, like, quick load on the level that's already... I don't think so. Or maybe right. there is. I don't remember. Um, but And I also can't find the option to go change the difficulty, which is interesting. Because I, I would love to go back down to easy. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right. I would love to enjoy this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've only played maybe, like, an hour and a half of it, so... Who do you play as? Um, The Tiger. Right. Oh yeah, of course. What's his name? Puma or something? Puma, something like that. He does a little like the cute little dance when he wins. Like it spins around in circles and jumps. Tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny. Shemmy. The tiger called Tiny. Shemmy. Yeah, because he's really big. He's small. Tiny tiger. Shemmy, not the not the gross dude. No? no, 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 no. Oh, is it more like the actual animal? Um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, oh, Pura. Pura. Pura? Is a tiger cub. Yeah, Pura. Who was first introduced in yeah, Crash Bandicoot 3. Yeah, so cute. Oh, yeah, cra- yeah, yeah, that's right. Pura, Pura's change, in Warped. That's and you right. can change his colors and stuff. Can so you ride cute. him in Warped? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He says it right here. Yes. Um. And my sister used to play as the um the polar bear. Uh, called polar. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> polar the bear. Um. This is my animal, Tig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are the courses good? Like, are the maps? Yes. Because they're, they're the- much. Shorter than Mario Kart maps, but that's right. okay. Interesting. Um, that's that's still. I think I'm enjoying it because I've played them so many times, right? And like seeing them in like high high D high D high D high D um four K is good. So I've heard some people say that Crash Team Racing is superior to Mario Maker. Mario, Mario Maker. Maker. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> to Mario Foreshadowing Kart. to Mario Kart. Um. They're different, I think. Mm, mm. Um, I I never played CTR much myself. Jeremy, did you? No, I don't. I, don't I only played tag team. I, I would say that Mario Kart is better. Okay, because Mario Kart does have an incredible amount of polish. It does. I think they're almost for different audiences. Yeah. Right. Perhaps. Who knows? They are both of them inferior to Little Big Planet Karting on the PlayStation Three. What about right. Sonic Racing? Moving on. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> um, uh, something else that came out, Jeremy. Oh yeah. So I, I guess seeing it, seeing as I said it. <laughs> okay. T- tell us about your time with Mario Maker. I know you haven't had much time with it. It hasn't been I, out for very long. But yeah, I, I've not had a lot of time with it. Um, I've been moving house. I've been moving house. Well, I got it after I've been moving house, but I've been unpacking. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing it infrequently because um, it's been out for like four days now. Um, I did not play the original Mario Maker because I did not have a Wii U. Fair enough. And Mario Maker 2 came out and I went, yep, I'll buy that. <laughs> look, look, looks like the first game, except a little bit more and on the Switch. That sounds great to me. I'll have that one. And I don't have a lot of interest in making levels. Um, I'm not, I was I was never super big, you know, when we were doing game design stuff, I was never super big on doing 2D stuff anyway. 
Yeah, right. I um, think that's fair. So I don't have much of an much much of an interest doing levels in Mario Maker Two like I did in. Well, I suppose I liked Little Big Planet a lot when I was playing that and making levels in that, but I think that was more of a, I was young and didn't always have internet connected to my PS3, so I had to make my own fun. Oh, right. Fair um, but so yeah, Mario Maker Two. I've been. It's weird because I have played quite a few Mario games, like maybe. I don't know, maybe like three or four separate, two, like specifically 2D Mario games. Were most um, of them new ones or? No, so like Mario 3, I like a lot. Um, I have a Game Boy Advance version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the one on the Mar- on the Game Boy Color. No, sorry. I played the one on the Game Boy Pocket. I don't know what that one, what one that was. Was it Super Mario Land? Maybe. Those were the Game Boy ones. Yeah, I, I, I would have played the one. first one of that. Was yeah. it the one that had the world map or? I don't remember. I played okay. the one that was in black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was that, that one. one. Yeah, I played that. That one was great. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. Um, I played the one on the SNES, uh, so Super Mario World. World. Um, not World Two, Yoshi's yeah. Island. Yeah, the bad one. Um, and different one. And I played like New Super Mario's on the 2DS. Okay. Um, I've I've never beaten any of the Mario games because they're long and hard, and I'm not that good at them. Yep. And by that point, I sort of move on to other stuff. But this one is like, it's sort of showing me mechanics in Mario, which I had no idea existed, which is really funny because Mario is like a million years old at this point. Yeah, totally. And it's funny finding out mechanics that have been in there for quite a long time, which I just had no idea existed. Right. Like kicking power blocks into the swapping on-off blocks. Um, I think the swapping on-off blocks are brand new with this one. Okay. Well, I didn't know that you could like kick power blocks. Yeah. Um, Because I'd never done it. Mm -hmm. And turns out... There's a lot of really cool levels being made with some of that stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm not good at any of the speedrunning levels, but it is sure fun to try and die a bunch of times <laughs> because you come back to life pretty quickly. I have noticed that. That is really good about very, this game because, like, it's really important. I think I get really frustrated playing normal Mario because of the lives, and I actually need more than I get. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm really not that good at 2D Mario games. Um, but like to just be able to like keep going at it, keep going at it, like it's a Celeste level or something like that. Mm. I think that's really important. Yeah, it is, especially because some of these levels are really fucking difficult. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. There's some really cool stuff being made. I mean, like I've seen I've seen a lot of streams of Mario Maker One on the Wii U, mm. um, and it was always just like some incredible wizardry being made in these games, which is like you know, one of the grandfathers of video games, it's wild how much people can make and stuff like that. Um, and, and with all the new mechanics from like Super Mario 3D Land or World 3D Land? 3D World. Super Mario 3D World. 3D World. Um, as well as, you know, the introduction of slopes and some extra stuff like nighttime and changing times and upside down worlds and all that stuff. Yeah, um, like the scrolling. Yeah, just like, it's one, like, I didn't buy that game for the story mode, which is very light and just very nothing. Wait, um, in Mario Maker? Mm. Mario yeah, Maker has a story mode? It's it's like this, you have to build the castle and to, like, build the castle, it's like, go, go through this. There's basically 100 Nintendo levels and each one gives you, like, money to upgrade the castle. And, they've okay. all, and they all show you different parts of the of the engine, like different clear conditions and yep. different techniques to use booze on a tractor beam or whatever. That's, that's it, it, it's very much like a primer um, for what to expect from player-made levels and also showing players who make levels some more inspiration for stuff they can do with certain mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
while also it's being cool. enough for people who aren't interested in that at all. Yeah, like, like the I'm not of like, like, oh, I need ten more coins to build a turret over here on my castle. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, probably like a quarter of the way into that. Like I've I've done twenty five or so levels. Um, it's it's funny, it's cute. Um, there are some cool custom levels from some of the other characters in that. Like there's the the reset dog. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, there's, there's, is there's, that like Rossetti from Animal Crossing? There's like a two D dog in this three D area, which is really funny. And you got to just like, the dog will just give you a bunch of levels and it'll just say, bark, bark, bark. And then in brackets, it'll say, I have some more levels for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's cute. Um, it's, I, I've been focusing more on the com- on the community made stuff because that's where that game really shines. Oh, totally. Um, and it's there's already so much on there. Um, so. that, that's a game that as soon as I, I wasn't really excited for it coming out, like I like the concept of Mario Maker well enough, but like once I saw people streaming it, and having fun with like trying to knock out these challenge levels and then people sending them le- levels and then like you have that like um is it uh it's Patrick Klepik and is it Austin Walker who who have the like No, so it's 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 Patrick from Vice and Dan from Giant Bomb. They right. they always oh, they like it, that's yeah, right. They're always making levels for each other and they're always awful fuck you levels just <laughs> to fuck with each other. And so I think seeing all of that like sort of like cross talk and like um that that it, it's more than just like oh the community's making levels go and play some it's like making levels for people and like getting over challenges and stuff like that and like sharing that with people seeing that has made me really excited to get it um and the biggest barrier to entry for all of this is these fucking codes that they use for these levels yeah like these these fucking you know, the beginning of the game is like, choose a nickname. And so I put in Jezza because that's what I usually put in. And it's like, no, 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 you can't use that one. Someone's already taken it. What? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like nicknames in this game. And then my friend Ollie was like, add me on Mario Maker. My name is V Ollie V because Ollie was already taken. And I put in that and it's like, no, 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 you need the friend code. And I'm like, why do I need the friend code if you're giving me a unique nickname? Is this another Nintendo's yeah. like bad multiplayer? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And it's like, just like, you're so close. Like, you are pressing right up against that glass fucking pane. Just go through it and make a good online experience, yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. God. And then um, Ollie was also saying that they, re- they, re- they like took back the ability to be able to edit other people's creations once yeah. you download them. And like, I feel like the issue was like that- it was in there at launch and they took mm-hmm. it away. It was in there. I, like I think they took it out for one reason, which would have been there was a lot of reposts of levels. Oh right. But yeah. the downside is that there's also no iterations of levels. There's no I've taken this level and made it better by doing this. Yeah. So it, you know, I, I don't mind reposts of levels because I might have not have seen it. I wonder if they could introduce like a um, you can't repost this until you make like X percent changes or something like that. No, I think like. I think they should just have like a. Re- this person has done a remix of this level. As long as and it's stated to- that it, it is a repost. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it then maybe then it could be like a Twitter thread. Here's the original. Here's the original post, and here's the the other levels. Or yeah, like, I mean they like could do the made dreams from this one. Yeah, like the dream style thing where anything that's in a dreams level has got its creator credited. Mm. Yeah, automatically from it just being in that level. Well, I guess not. Well, it's still exciting. All that stuff gets in the way, but like, it, I don't think it ultimately affects it too much. It's just, it's just a shame. It yeah. makes me worried. A little bit worried about Animal Crossing. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the DS ones did fine with its yeah. multiplayer. 
Um, but if they're having this much trouble with something that seems so simple, then mm. I don't know. Well, so mm. there's already some of that stuff coming out about Animal Crossing, Is like there? a a save on a Animal Crossing world is linked to the Switch and not an account really? on the Switch. Oh, yep. no. So I know like... So if you lose like, your Switch. Well, it's that, but it's like yeah. if um, like I have uh, a friend who like... like I have friends if you have who multiple are, people who use your Switch. Well, yeah, like I have a friend who like, th- like they're a couple and they wanted to just take turns on the Switch, but they can't now. Oh no! They have to share a match or get a, sorry share a game or get another switch. That's horrendous. And then buy another version of the game. That's very expensive. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Just do it like literally every other game on the switch. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's it's not hard. I wonder why they made that decision. Why they purposefully made that decision? That's so strange. They they've always been that way. Nintendo's always been so. Just bad. It's like what they did with Mario Maker on the 3DS, where you couldn't share levels online. You could play the top most played levels online, and then that was it. If you wanted to share levels that you made with someone, you had to street pass. Ugh. Mm. No, See people. That's that's why no one wanted to play that game on the 3DS because if you wanted to share someone, like share a level with someone, you had to bump switches. Yeah, it was nearly impossible. Hey, so silly. It would have been good anywhere that wasn't Japan. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm I'm excited to see what the the um the community continues to make with that. Yeah. Um, I've seen some cool clips already of people just trying so hard and freaking out. Like, I'm happy to just watch one streamer, like just just lose it playing this one tricky level, and then they finally succeed, and it's great anyway. But mm. I just sit there watching. I'm like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then they fail. Like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> It's got this really good like sense of like I'm just doing this over and over again, just increasing my ability in it just by a little bit. Yeah. And then like I was at this like this level which I was having such a hard time doing, and I beat it after putting it down, going to sleep, or waking up the next day, and then just trying it a bunch more times, and then getting it right finally. And I went, ah, got it, cool. And then went on to the next one. Like there was yep. no like hesitation. It was like, all right, cool. What's next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um. You want to do Destiny? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I, I don't know. I, I, I feel, I feel almost embarrassed. I feel like this has been my guilty pleasure for the last couple of weeks. Like I don't want to talk about it. I feel like this is the only thing I've been playing, and like I should have been doing more. And I feel really like almost guilty about it. Nah. <laughs> um. So I've been playing Destiny Two, which is a game that I thought I was done with. <laughs> so did I. When you started playing Destiny again. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even have to ask. No, you didn't. I had to prompt you. I was like, Jeremy, it's finally happened. I'm doing the thing you've been telling me to do for the last like year and a half since I left. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we played it a lot, like the three of us and our friends as well at, mm. at like Union and stuff like that. We played it a lot when it came out. Um, but I, I felt really burned by how the progression in that game was very different to Destiny 1, which was you you had like four or five half hour activities you could do each week that would increase your level. And then that was it. And there was no point to grinding anything else in the game after that point, because you, well, there were only those activities that would do it and they only rewarded you once per week. So there was no point. Once you did those, it was it. You were done. Well, there was a daily, but it was one mission. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, it, it, it didn't really seem worth going in for that to play for 17 minutes to get one piece of gear. That might be a duplicate or something. Anyway, so I was really, I was really burned by that. I really, I, it really ticked me off, um, and and it and it just left a sour taste in my mouth with that game. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing up until that point, but 
Um, so coming back to it, I think I came back after all of the E3 announcements and stuff like that and hearing that the year one DLC is going to go free to play and stuff like that. So I, I jumped in and I just started doing whatever milestones I could and they've reworked a lot of the milestones, which is cool. And obviously the light cap has been increased and the level cap has been increased. Um, but then I found out that all of the year one DLC has already been made free. So there was all this content just sitting there waiting for me. Mm. And so it's actually been really fun to be doing that grind again where there's stuff to do and doing anything levels you up like meaningfully and it's not just like an entire pain to do it. And I've just been having such a good time playing the um, Curse of Osiris content. I haven't even gotten to the Warmind content yet. And then I want to start a new character because I haven't played through the main story yet again. So I can go through that again and do all those levels and experience that loop again. And then once I've done that, I probably am going to buy Forsaken. Like I'm actually really in on it now and it feels like there's a whole lot more content and it's just been so fun like it, it's it's great to remember how impeccable the shooting design in that game is mm. it's masterful the way they the way each um character the, the way each like um species that you like take down the the way they all animate and the way their weak spots are like situated in the different strategies like there's enough depth but also it's pretty mindless but it just feels good to shoot anything in that game compared to other shooters like i've got some great news for you as well carrie oh yeah there's a new species in taken in forsaken sorry oh is it any good yeah they're cool they're tougher i met it yet yeah i don't don't remember what they're called what do they look like they got spikes on their back Mm. are they just like never finished forsaken oh i I put yeah okay i'll get to that um so yeah i don't know i it's what it's made me really want to do and i was i was also Watching um, this, whenever I'm into Destiny, I watch this um, YouTuber called Dado, um, who exploded when Dado came, when when Destiny One came out. People went to him because he was like this hardcore MMO guy who went, who was like, "Oh, I'm really invested in all of the RPG aspects of Destiny." And so he had all these deep dives, and there was so much interest in Destiny before it came out, and in the first like six months after it did, that his channel exploded. So. Um, he's he's the destiny guy and so I go to him a lot um, when I just want to engage in more content and I always see him doing all of the high level or the high tier game stuff all of the six player raids and the the really hard stuff to do the stuff that takes hours and hours and hours and I'm and I'm just sitting here going man what I wouldn't give to get together a crew to make it happen and because we we tried for so long to try to do the destiny 2 raid and we just never quite had enough people we were always so close Nah, we're doing it we're gonna do it we're so we've got five people now yeah and And we can do it with five people and me you're included in that you you are one of the five and 2d he would be the six but he'd have to get it yeah and also get to the point where he can raid yeah. I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll get someone. I know, I know a sick person. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're close. We're close. I'm, I'm really stoked to do the raid. I did the first one in um, Destiny 1. I did it twice with strangers, basically. I was on like the, the Destiny Australia group. Mm. Um, I'll get Sparky in. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really like that game. It's funny because we've got, we've got our game spoilers game that's sitting there and I know I need to play it and like... It's just other stuff that I know I could be playing, other roguelikes that I enjoy, or um, or just like Assassin's Creed or anything. But every time I just I just keep loading up Destiny Two right now, and I'm really enjoying it. And I and I, and I'm glad to have been 
like not proven wrong, but I'm glad to like have the story flipped in my head. It's, so instead of being disappointed, it's been like this really nice reversal. It's like, oh, I, I can like this thing again. Mm. I'm allowed to like this thing. That's great. Uh, it, yeah, it's been really nice. So I, I have been playing as well with you. Um, and I I think we got... June, you and I got to the same point in Forsaken and then we both stopped playing other stuff. You finished it though, didn't you? I only just finished it the other day. Okay. I had... It turns out I only had one level left. Oh, really? Or okay. one or Shit. two, yeah. Um, mm. So we're both very close. Mm. That last level is the best Destiny fucking level I've ever really? played. It's fucking okay. good. And there's some great Destiny 2 levels. Oh, no. This is... This like this, this goes all the way in all the things that is the best parts about Destiny 2. Okay. Like, it's got great platforming. It's got great, great action set pieces. The final boss is very great. The location of it is very fucking interesting. Mm. And the journey to get there is cooler than going all across the side of the sun. That, that was, was cool. pretty cool. That was This is just a little bit cooler. Just a little bit, but it's cooler. And the visuals and the um, yep. and yep. the audio. Oh yeah. Yeah, that game that game that game's doing a lot of things right. I'm excited to see what they come out with basically in like the next year mm. a- outside of Activision's influence. Mm. I think yep, that, I think they're doing a lot right by announcing that it's going free to play. Yeah. Um and we're going back to the moon, where the wizards are from. Wizards. Uh, hey, June. Yeah. Speaking of games that you're going back to. Sploon. Sploon? Sploon. Splatoon. Um, I booted up again. I always, like, whenever I'm in a, like, a, had a really bad day, I feel like shit. Yeah. Splatoon's always, like, it's fixes there for that you. immediately, you know? Um, because, like, this... So many bright colors that I think it's like legitimately impossible to feel sad <laughs> with that many colors on screen. Um, so I was playing a little bit of Splatoon and um, the last Splatfest is coming up next week. Is it the last one? The last one of Splatoon 2. Wow. I think because it's going to be, I think they're saying it's going to be a setup for either the next DLC oh, or okay. Splatoon 3, but I don't think they'll do a Splatoon 3. I, this I would soon. be surprised. It's a bit early for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, although Splatoon 2 was a launch game for the Switch. That's because no one had a Wii U. Yeah. Um, so this, the, the teams are Chaos and Order. Oh, so that sounds very if Destiny. If Chaos <laughs> wins, I feel like, I guess if Order wins. Yeah, I think it's going to be a setup for whatever happens next in like the, the, the little Splatoon story. Wow, that's cool. What um, team are you on? Chaos, obviously, because okay. Pearl's oh, on Chaos. So oh, okay, that's right. my girl. Gotcha. Um, so I'm very excited and it's like goes for a little bit longer, goes for like five days instead of three days. So, so just, just for the uninitiated like myself, what, mm-hmm. what is usually entailed in a Splatfest? A Splatfest. So, um, you choose a team, um, and it, the, the results are sort of weighed on like how many people chose what team, mm-hmm. um, how many wins each team got, um, and one more, but I don't remember what that is. Oh, how, much, how many ink? How much ink was splattered? I oh, think that overall. sounds like something. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm gonna <laughs> go with that. Um, and it's sort of like so. Yeah, it's best of three, I guess. Whoever yeah. wins too. Um, and so like you know, whenever you sign up for a team, you get a t-shirt and you wear your t-shirt in game. <laughs> um, and like there's always like um, Pearl and Marina are on like different sides, so they're all like they have good banter. Um, and then on the, like the last day of the Splatfest, they perform at the top of the um, tower oh. over above where you go in to, to um, sign up or to um, set up a game. Yep. They always perform. They're always performing at the top there. Because um, like, I don't know if you know much about Splatoon, but like they're like idols, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, like, I, I, I don't I know that they're like pop stars. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. And so they perform a song up the top, which is cute. 
and like it's all like at night time and there's always lights and stuff it's, mm. it's like a show like an event yeah it's like a big event um so um, it'll be interesting to see what they do for this one because i think it's going to be a big one so Interesting. I'm interested that they've called it. They've specifically gone out and called it the last one. I I can't remember if they did or not, but um, I think they did. I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. I'll double check and then I'll get back to you. Okay. <coughs> oh, cool. Exciting. I'm. I'm. It's. It's cool that that game had legs because that that game deserves the audience that it got. Splatoon. Splatoon Two has like the biggest online community not obviously the biggest but like it has a huge online community yeah. of, of fans and and people still playing like it's so good that's really good um, i'm glad cuz they did they did something different i'm i'm glad they were recognized for that mm. yeah uh, like it's it's my most played switch game yeah like i i like it yeah so nintendo to release chaos and order shirts for Nintendo 2's final slap first it must i think it is official finally i think they said that's intense yeah People don't usually announce the final thing for this game. Because <laughs> usually it's like, oh, okay, this is it. Yeah, I'm going to go now. From Nintendo YouTube, final Splatfest for 2-2. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Final. Well, I hope they keep supporting it in some way. Surely. Keeps it what, sorry? I hope they keep supporting it in some way afterwards. Yeah, no, they definitely will. Um, like there's there's always new um, costumes and stuff come out. But um, I, yeah, I... I don't know what they did with Splatoon 1. I think they didn't have Splatfests up until it stopped. Splatoon 2 came out, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's always going to be a weird edge case, though, because of the Wii U and its um, lackluster performance. Yeah. Um, there's also a 5.0 update. Oh, where you can fans can host their own private Splatfests. That's cute. Oh, that's really like neat. That, yeah. Like any time, not just during that period? Um, because wasn't any time, yeah. So Splatoon, okay. this is reading from Polygon. Splatoon will also get a version 5.0 update, which will allow fans to host their own private Splatfests, where all 24 shifty stations will be available. Nintendo notes that while it's ending its new content support, all the online service will continue. No news on Splatoon 3 yet, but if you, but you got to imagine it's around the corner if they're winding down things for Splatoon 2. Mm. Wow. Because wasn't that one of the issues that with the Splatfest idea was that you could only play this really cool game mode in a certain... Yeah. yeah. Uh, like once every two months or something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they're giving that support out to yeah. anyone yeah, that wants to do it whenever they want. Really sensible if they're, if they're going to be limiting it from, the, from then on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, when, when, is it, when is it on? It's on on the... I've put it in my calendar. <laughs> the 17th of July to the 20th of July. Cool. It's four days. So uh, that'll probably be... Uh, by the time we do the next one, it probably won't have happened yet. But in a couple of weeks, we'll yeah. check in on you I'll and how you, it went. I'll let you know. Awesome, cool. Hey, Jeremy, yes. What do you want to go with? Do you want to, you don't want to take us on a tail, or do you want to tell us about Hyrule? Uh, I'll do Hyrule first. Okay. Um, okay. So, Crypt of the Necro Dancer: Cadence of Hyrule mm-hmm. got announced at E3. Bit before that. Bit before E3. A little bit before that, but they had E3. That's coverage. right. It was a, it was a direct before E3. It was an Indies thing, I think. Yeah. And it was so surprising to see Nintendo hand off one of their IPs to a studio that wasn't owned by them. Yep. And was, as far as I can tell, one of the first times I've ever done that. Aside from Mario Rabbids, I think was the first. They also, um, they gave uh, Zelda to Capcom in the Game Boy days to make uh, Link's Awakening and the Oracle of Seasons and Nature's games. Really? Those were Capcom. Yeah, interesting. And, I mean, did they make the CDI games? I guess we shouldn't talk about those. No, I mean, Nintendo don't even talk about those. Yeah, I mean, no one should. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, this is the first time that they've given their studio to make, well, like Zelda in a long, long time. Yep. Like, like yep. those, those games were from fucking ages ago. And so Crypto the Necrodancer is a roguelike where you have to move and attack and do any action on the beat, aside from menus. Um on the beat to the music and yeah. en- and enemies and everyone will react along like to, to the same conditions that you have to react on. So everyone's moving to the beat of the music and it's always really cool. Mm. Um, I didn't play too much of Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. I, I tried a part of it. Like the- theoretically this should be right up my alley. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, really hard mm. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really it, hard it's really hard and less forgiving mm. than i think some other roguelikes the, um, the curve is different i really wanted to pick it up because it was like what 10 bucks or something on the e-store yeah like in the bundled was it i can't remember right but i i missed the chance did you know they have the danganronpa music on there no that's that's what, like <laughs> i think really? that's, that's the last like month or so it was an update they put the danganronpa wow. music on there so i wanted to play it for, for that and because it was so cheap but i it's now back to 30 bucks i, so, I know yeah. they have a bunch of other crossovers in that game like they've got i mean shovel knights in everything but like they've got a bunch <laughs> of other crossovers with some other um independent games as well um but yeah so cadence of hyrule is crypt of the necronancer cross zelda specifically the 2D Zelda games. Mm. Right, um, okay. Specifically, like, original Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds, stuff like that. Yep. Um, and it was one of the most joyful experiences playing video games I've ever fucking had. Wow. It was a goddamn delight. Like, I hadn't started and finished a game so quickly. Wow. In such a long time. That's awesome. That game took me by surprise and would not fucking let me go. It, <laughs> it, was, it was so fun. It was it was like I was playing fucking Mario Odyssey again. Like I was just smiling and grinning the entire time, wow. listening to the really incredibly well remixed music. Yeah, um, the gameplay feels better as well. Like the game is it as hard? It's not as hard. Mm. Um, I didn't I I didn't have much trouble with it. Um, but I didn't really want much trouble with it either. Yeah, it's, that's fair. It's not so. It is a roguelike, but they like it's so. It's it's literally if Zelda was a roguelike. So you have to go and find the key items to get to certain areas to do certain things. You have to go back to certain like dungeons and stuff when you've gotten certain items so you can complete it. Not much though, like only a little bit. But when you die, you don't lose the key items. You only lose the good weapons that you... No, so some weapons you don't lose, some weapons you do lose. Mm. Uh, you don't lose things like a hook shot or a boomerang. Yep. But you will lose bombs, you will lose the fire um, spell or whatever it is, the lantern thing, Um, fairies and um, uh, shovels. Um, So you can break through certain walls. Yeah. Um, Similar, like, which is a mechanic in Crypt of the Necronancer. You will lose a shovel if you die. Um, Okay. But the map is sort of, it's not, no one has the same map as far as I'm sure, as far as I'm concerned. What? Yeah, mm. so I've I've seen videos where their map is different to mine. Whoa. Yeah. That's incredible. Um so like the like the certain cities and certain locations are in different places. Yeah, right. Um and yeah, like I just went all the way around the map and I started doing all the things and then I I got to the point where I was ready to tackle the top of the mountain and I went to the top of, top of the mountain and um I won't explain what happens at the very top of the mountain because it's a really cool little thing. Okay. Um, 
it's a very Zelda thing to do when he gets to the top of the mountain. If you've ever played a Zelda game, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Specifically a 2D Zelda game. Um, it's just one of the most delightful games I've ever fucking played. Great. I had such a good time playing that game. And it was maybe just a little bit short, but not enough, like not short enough that I was like, it wasn't short enough that I was like, oh man, this wasn't enough. It was short enough where I was like, I would love more of this. Mm. Right. I mean, that's it's probably partially the product of it being so, like, by the sounds of it, so painstakingly, yeah, like created. Like, it, it sounds is, like it it's is, been really, it is a, lovingly a, created. It is a lovingly created game. You can at the beginning, you can choose if you want to be uh, Link or Zelda, mm. um, and then you will find it's my type of game. You will find Link or Zelda throughout the match, uh, throughout the game. Right, the other one you didn't pick. Yeah, the other one you didn't pick, and then at the end, you will find the third character, Cadence. Um, right. Who is who is the main character? Who, who is of a character in Crypt of the Necrodancer? In, in Crypt of the Necrodancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the game sort of ends. This is not like the Zelda stuff. The game sort of ends with the possibility of, well, like the people that are making the game have left the possibility open to Cadence appearing in other games. So I think that's sort of them saying, "Hey, we would love to do this with different IPs." Right. Um, that's cute. Yeah, and I would love to see more Nintendo properties picked yeah. up in this style like i would love a metroid one or oh like yeah uh you could do a mario one you could you could do a mario one um because the gameplay is so different and pokemon? unique oh you know like I, I would be down for fallout you just you know like you just said something to me that i didn't know i desperately wanted <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, those <laughs> remix tracks of Pokemon, yeah. and then it's like, could you imagine instead of trying to like battle the Pokemon, you had to like chase it like in the right time, like mm-hmm. and like the map was changing, and but it, oh, oh. and yeah, and so like Crypt of the Necrodancer needs games which have a very special, iconic, and loved soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zelda is one of those games. Like the Zelda music is so good. Well, I mean, how many Nintendo properties have got that down pat? Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like like the music is so upbeat. Yep. And so when you're like really like going along with this fucking soundtrack and you're kicking ass and the soundtrack reflects you kicking ass. Yep. Oh, it's just it's so good. <laughs> I, I I did not expect to love that game as much as I did. Yeah, I mean I until you I I, I know you said you really enjoyed it, but until you basically said all of those words just then, I, I I've still been really unconvinced about this well, game. This game is right up both of your alleys, like for different reasons. Like mm-hmm. you'll both fucking love this game for different reasons, which you'd both go, Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it at the moment? Uh, I think it was thirty bucks. Okay. It 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 is a it it's is pretty good. It Did is you recommend it over the the Necrodancer? Yep. Okay. Yep. I like. I I liked it a lot more than I liked that. Like, not that I didn't like it, but I think when I played Crypto the Necrodancer, I was like, I like this and I get it, but I think there are other roguelikes I would rather play than this at yep. this time. Yeah, like I think. Cells. I think the like ingenuity of the mechanics of Crypt of the Necrodancer, coupled with the steep difficulty of a roguelike, um, make it make it so that the the the, the learning curve for that is quite steep. Um, and like the Zelda art style that they've chosen for this game is just so much more approachable. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is so beautiful. Um, in terms of it's like capturing the essence of like what Zelda should be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's it's astoundingly great. Wow. 
Well, I mean, that's a, that's a resounding endorsement. I, I, I'm definitely feeling like I might give that a go once or once, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll, I'll show you the menu music, Harry, and then it'll be like, all right, yeah, and I'm going to buy it. I, I, I did watch about 10 minutes of like Northern Lion play it. Which was cool because he was saying that his his partner, who's a musician, actually worked with the developers and right. like created, like recorded some of the main tracks. I think in like the ice caverns. Right. Okay. Um, which was a cool detail, but mm. yet, um, yeah, I I should definitely play it. Yep. I, and I mean, you're right; it is way up my alley. Not mm-hmm. just because it's music and a roguelike, but it's music roguelike and Zelda. Yeah. And the better Zeldas too. <sighs> the Shut up. Should just. All right, all right, we're moving on. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to you. <laughs> he is such a. Uh, close, close us out of this segment, Jeremy. Take, take us on a take us on a trip. Tell me your tale. Okay, so this is sort of out of the blue because I've been playing a lot of games that are coming out that are new. Um, and for some reason, the Steam sale was on, and Frostpunk was on sale, which is a game that came out last year, and I just bought it. It's like Civ, right? So this is the thing. So I realized how much no one Strap knew about in, everybody. So, so I realized how much no one really knew about this game unless you've played it until I said I bought Frostpunk and Carrie asked me if it was an RTS. Yeah. And I realized that how much of a shame it is that this game got slept on because it is one of the coolest, most unique games I've played in a long, long time. Right. Um, so Frostpunk is a game set in the... 1800s after an ice age has basically wiped out all of England and so what happened these these group of people they leave London and they decide they need to find somewhere else because London is falling so they find this gigantic furnace basically and built to build a city around it in this like so imagine like like a giant sheet of ice and there's just a giant cylinder taken out of it mm. um and there's just a furnace in the middle and they build a city around that. So there's 80 survivors and the gameplay is, it is real time, but it is not a strategy game where you're sending people and it's not a game where you're building other cities. It is just, you've just got this one city and you have to assign people to work in the city to manage the city, to keep it functioning. So you need coal to keep the furnace running. You need wood for buildings and you need steel for other buildings as well as upgrades wood was also required for upgrades as well but you need coal and sorry and also you need food (laughs) um and so basically like you've got uh tents so people can live in them because if they can't then if if not in tents then they'll start freezing uh you need to build um basically like uh medical areas because if they get sick they can't work and if they get very sick then you either have to let them stay sick until you build more medical wings so that they can be better again or s- sign a new law where they become... Uh, uh, what's it when you cut off a limb? An amputee. An, 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 an amputee. <laughs> and then later down the line, you can then research a tech, which is prosthetics, and they can all come back to work again. Mm. But... Um, that's sort of fairly down the line. So you have to like, so you have to make all these like laws, like city decisions as well, which is like, which includes they like work society decisions. Yeah, which so it's like you know some of them like you know they work nine to five. Do you work them overtime or not? They work, um, and then do you do extra emergency overtime? And and all of this <laughs> like all of this depends on you've got these two bars which you have to manage as well as heat. 
So you've got the heat to, which heats up the city and if buildings get cold, either people inside of them get sick and will die or the building can't run. It's one of the two. Um, but you've got these two meters. One of them is like hope, which you need to keep up. And if people are hopeful, then they will they are more likely to do things for your city that is not so great, but you need to get stuff done. Um, and the other one is like agitation, basically. I don't remember the name of it, um, which is how angry the city is. So you want to keep that one low and you want to keep hope high. And you can have them both in wildly different directions at any given moment, depending on what you've done. They're not like always together. So you can have like a really, really hopeful city that is fucking pissed at you. Mm. Like they love the city, but they have no confidence in you. And if that gets too high, then they kick you out of the city and banish you and you leave and you die. And that's game over. Yeah, that's game over. If the city is hopeless, then people leave the city. And then it will just crumble under, you just can't sustain it without mm. enough people. So, Do you ever get more people than 80? Yes, you do. So there are multiple times you can find more people. Like you have children and I'm pretty sure you can get children. So you can get you can send children to work as one of the laws, which is not a very popular one. But I think they get older, but I'm not sure because there's only like, I think there's roughly 80 days before the end of the game. Okay. And the whole thing takes about four hours if you play one whole game start to finish, which I did by accident. And uh, it started at midnight. Yeah, so, so so I was playing I was playing Destiny with Carrie, and I finished at midnight. Yeah, and I was the the servers went down. That's right, that's right. The servers went down for maintenance. So we're like, so I went to bed. Yeah, so you went to bed, and I, and I was like, oh, I'll just play one game because up until that point, I wasn't doing very well, and I was dying within half an hour. Then I accidentally fucking won. Um, anyway, I'll get to that. So, um, like, there's like a day night cycle as well. So people don't work in the night, and it gets colder at night. Okay. Um, so you need to manage that. And there's also shifts in the weather. So there's like like a baseline temperature. And then every now and again, every four or five days, it'll go up or down. And towards the end of the game, it goes down and it goes down and it goes down and it goes down. Then you have this blizzard. And this blizzard comes through and lasts about four days, I think. Four or five days. Okay. Which the hunters cannot go and get food. So you've got you to hope that you've got food mm -hmm. to survive it. Um, people, can, people can go to work. But they are going to fucking die. Like, there is no way they are not going to... There is no way everyone survives through the blizzard. And everyone is miserable. You can't go out. Like, no one can no one can leave their home unless they're going to work. And if they're going to work, they're going to work to die. Oh, my God. So, like, you are getting resources, but you are expending citizens, basically. Mm, um, it, it is a game which is, like, very stark. It is all about, you know, managing steam and coal in a winter, like wasteland it is so so cool and so how much is it uh i bought it fairly bucks. cheap um it's, it's not much money because it, it came out last year um and it won bucks. it won quite a lot of awards as well yeah and i remember looking at it going hey that seems cool but i didn't really pay attention to it i think to a like to a lot of people i think you sold me so so this is what happened to me this is this is what made me go oh shit this game is great actually Here so we go. so Oh, by the way, Kerry, I went the other way as well since... Oh, since you have? Yeah, okay. So up until this point... So it's got only very positive reviews it, on this game. It is incredible. So um, at what point in the game you find out that you're alone, that London has completely fallen and your hope drops dramatically. Whatever hope you've gotten up to that point, you've lost it all because everyone's found out that London has failed. Mm. And so everyone all of a sudden has this overwhelming sense of dread of like, we are alone right now. And so you have to then rally the troops. You have to get everyone together as one, like, 
one people basically. But what happens is this other splinter group inside of your city pops up called the Londoners and they were like, this is going to fail just like London. We have to leave. And you've got about, you've got about two or three weeks to overwhelm the Londoners presence basically in whatever way possible. So if you've got a very hopeful city, then people will not join the Londoners. Mm. If you have a hopeless city, then people are just joining the Londoners left and right because no one's got any hope in you. Um, they also do things like like they will, you know, cause like, you know, they have like dissenting opinions on the government and stuff like that. And so they will like rally people against you and against the decisions that you're making because they want to leave. And so up until that point, so so when that happens, you then get to, you get one major decision throughout the entire game, which is do you go full autocracy or do you go full spiritual? Because you need something to r- rally the whole, your whole tribe with which is either God or like nationalism. Yeah. <laughs> um, so up until that point, I had been doing spirituality every time because it's like the more, it's not as directly forceful as autocracy mm-hmm. is. Um, but at one point in this, in this night that I was playing, I was like, let's just see what autocracy is like. So all of a sudden, <laughs> let's just have a look. Let's just, <laughs> let's just dabble in a little bit of nationalism. Um, <laughs> And Despotism. so, yeah, right. So, so I was then picking all of the like far right, like you know, there is like you know stuff like um, you know having an anthem. It's stuff like putting you know like having having a propaganda office, having secret police, which then take out dissenting opinions. Oh my god! Building a prison, <laughs> building guard towers, having curfew, and I went all the way into that. And then you get these like abilities which are on a cooldown of a few days, which is like, well, what were you saying about the like refugees as well? Oh, that's right. Okay, so like, so I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. So, so um, like these certain buildings, like the propaganda office, like it doesn't add, in, like it doesn't give you coal, it doesn't give you any resources. Um, you still have to assign citizens to it, and the propaganda office gives you things like it'll like give you. Uh, it'll remove a chunk of like the uh, the anger in the city, basically, um, by just taking out a bunch of operatives, um, <laughs> and like and, and putting plants and stuff, right? Like it's 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 full on with that stuff. And then I signed the full or like the final stage in the tree, which is like at that point, um, my game went to like this little cutscene, which is like flags just drop down from almost every building, and the hope meter is now gone. <laughs> There is you, you, you do not have to worry about the hope meter at that point because everybody is so fully invested in this city because everybody's fucking brainwashed by this point that the hope meter is just removed. That's irrelevant. That all you have to do is manage the anger of the city, which you have abilities to manage, basically. So what I did is I, I sent a bu- I sent a bunch of scouts out because you can send scouts out to like survey the area and you can get things like parts or resources or sometimes citizens. And I found this gigantic convoy of people that were coming and they were coming in three waves. And so when the first wave arrived, which was about like 120 <laughs> people, right? Which is quite a lot. Cause I think I had about 500 people and having another hundred people is quite a lot. I was like, okay, you can come in only the healthy people. <laughs> <laughs> anyone that's sick, anyone that's not completely abled, you are not coming in. <laughs> You're staying out. You're staying. So I sent 30 people away and I brought in like 78. <laughs> and then... They oh, died. You know they died. They died. Like it is full. <laughs> like these people will not survive. 
Then the second wave came in and I did it again. And the third one came in and the ca- third wave came in and I did it again. <laughs> and I had a very healthy people. <laughs> I had a... But so then the storm hit and I hadn't seen the storm yet because this is the first time I had gotten this far. And my city was doing pretty well. And but then like stuff had started to crumble a little bit because like I started going just a little bit past my um, like what I was able to do at that point. And then all of a sudden I looked at I looked at the like the the overlay map and I could see this like wall of ice slowly getting closer (laughs) and closer. And I'm like oh, fuck, that's just, like, that's not just detail. <laughs> and I looked at, like, you've got, like, this little weather forecast for the next, like, two days. Yeah. And it just, like, just massive, like, just drops in temperature. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is, like, this is the end game. So I basically just get everybody to be a forager for that period of time and everybody else just working in coal mines. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. collecting coal. Like, overtime, I don't care. Just you're, you're working overtime right now. And then it gave me the pop-up of, like, if you work overtime, people are going to be working less safe because they're very tired. Do you want to continue? I'm like, yes. We need, <laughs> we, need, we need more resources. We need to survive this. Um, what it did give me, though, which was very interesting, was I hadn't seen this before because I think it's only possible in this part of the game. Is So this game is really, really tailored. It said the people are okay and like the people are not angry they're doing overtime because they know the blizzard is coming. Oh, right. Yeah, so th- I didn't get any more, like, anger in the city. because because no, they all got it. Yeah, they, like, they knew what I was doing. Yeah. Um, which I thought was wild that that was included, because that's, like, such a very small detail. Mm. Um, this game is full of those. Like, th- this game has a very firm grasp of where this game is and where it thinks you're going. Yeah. Um, so it, it gets that pretty pretty accurately. And then it's just, like, seven days and seven nights of just, like, like the city is just dark and I'm just slowly running out of coal. And so I'm sending everyone in coal in, into into the coal mines. Um, and I've, I've run out of food. Like, there is no food. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh, and that's right. I forgot to say. So when you sign that final law, you also get the ability to perform public executions. And, and, <laughs> and what that does is that removes the dissent in the city drastically because they're all terrified. And they also you're also pitting the blame on someone and they think... The city's got it. The city's done the right thing. Right. They've got the rabble rouser. The scapegoat. Yeah, it's a scapegoat. Um, so I'm run I've got no food. I've got nearly no coal because I didn't get enough. And <laughs> so I'm just like sending people to the coal mine, turning the generator on, running it until it runs out of coal. It turns itself back off again. And then I'm just sending more people out to the mines. I've just got people going out to the mines. I'm seeing my like my population just drop and drop and drop. And the amount of people that are sick are just increasing, increasing. Until I realized the people that were sick were decreasing because they were all dying and more new people weren't getting sick because <laughs> they didn't have any people who weren't sick at that point. <laughs> and, it's like playing a game of pandemic. <laughs> and but but all I have to manage, all I have to manage at this point is just the like anger meter because if if they get too angry, they'll banish me and then I've lost. But as long as I manage that, so all I've been doing is every day, every two days, public execution. Every two days, more propaganda. Every two oh, days, it's on a it's on a cooldown. It like yeah, like so, so like those execution stuff, they're on a cooldown. Yeah. Like I can't do them. I they have a cooldown of two days. And it it was just it was just not enough. It was slowly increasing just by a little bit. So I went into the tech tree and I researched um, prostitution 
and bars. <laughs> and I just place them in various parts of the city. I know we're in the middle of this blizzard, yeah, but and then, you'll go have a drink now. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting like the pre-populated notifications of like a, oh yeah, I, I haven't had a drink in such a long time. This has been a great night for me. And I'm like, everybody's dying. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I see the end of the thing show up in my... In my um, your forecast in in my weather forecast i can see the price uh, the price the temperature increases and i'm like oh shit so i'm just like you know killing people left and right and just like you know <laughs> more propaganda more propaganda more propaganda and then we make it at the end and all of a sudden everything rises again like everything is coming back to normal levels the descent drastically reduces again because all of a sudden everybody's warm you know like for the first yeah. time in like two weeks everybody's warm again and then it gave me the, you have one message. And I was like, oh my God. Like my heart was beating for like a solid like 15 minutes, just like nonstop. It was insane. It was such a, such a fun time. Once you, um, once you beat it, how, how, what's the replay, replayability like? Uh, so there's different scenarios. There's no, like, there's no continuing because you've beaten like yeah. the frost. Um, there's no point to continuing. Um, there is an endless mode. Mm. Um, That's cool. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Um, there's there's also other scenarios which I haven't explored yet. I've only done the main... The two. Like, it, it sounds like just like the spirituality and the other one is like the two ones that you can sort of shoot off, right? Well, no, like as in more? like the, the specific like actual different scenarios and different starting positions they can put you in. Oh, cool. So okay. it's like... Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but I think it's like, you know, like different amounts of civilians... And a different, might be like a different size world or different resources in the world. Or maybe like more or less time before the frost. Yeah. Or maybe like, you know, maybe multiple blizzards or something. Mm. Um, like they, they are specifically tailored scenarios. Um, yeah, this, this game's fucking cool. It sounds really cool. It's Same people who made this war of mine. Oh. Right. They sure know hopelessness. Yep. I didn't that, like this war of mine though. That game was hard. Yeah. That was that, um, that game... Where, that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like the 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 survivors of a. It was it was like civilians in a war zone trying to survive. Yeah, and this is very much that, just without the war. It's just like this game is all about survival. Mm. Um, and this game isn't easy. Like I had five or six fails before I got to this point. Mm. Um, and I'm playing it on the second lowest difficulty. Right. Um. The game is brutal. Um, the, like literally, like the difficulty options, the descriptions of them is like you can create fr fr quite a few mistakes and still make it out at the end, and then above that, it's like you can create a few mistakes, and then the more it is, it's like you can you can you can no, you cannot make any mistakes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the game is managing you not making a mistake and realizing that you've made a mistake, and you have to try and just hold on to that, like just hold on to what you've got left. Mm. So it's it's literally like the hope meter in the game is like an accurate representation of you playing the game. Mm. It's like, oh God, I hope I haven't fucked this up already. Like right. I like I I, I need to I need to commit to this. And if I don't, then like this is this has been for nothing. Right, okay. So it's it it's got a really good level of stakes and a really good level of like brutality in terms yeah. of what I on the difficulty I was playing on. They describe it in their first line. I'm just reading the store page. They say, um, Frostpunk is a society survival game where heat means life and every decision comes at a price. Yep. Oh, I, 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 lo I loved hearing that story when, when you were telling me a couple of days ago. Yep. Um, and yeah, so since then I have done another another playthrough where I chose the spiritual 
Yeah. Um, so that one, instead of guard towers, it's like you're putting churches and you've got things like, you know, morning prayer and, you know, long longer sermons for um, deaths. Oh, right. So like you can build graveyards and then have like like a service for the graves for when, pe- when, when people die. Um, there's like stuff like holy meals. What's the what's the equivalent of the execution? Uh, Is there like a, an active thing that's on a cooldown? I think that- you also just get executions. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think, I think you, I'm pretty sure you do. What the fuck? I mean, you know, makes sense. The, the executions Hope- in the autocracy. They Jesus, didn't you know? They did. The, the executions in the autocracy are fucking brutal too because it's like they chain someone up by the arms and legs and they just get killed by steam from the fucking middle generator oh, due, oh shooting up from the floor. Um, oh my God. That's brutal. I don't want to live in that in that city, thanks. No, no, thank you. I'll take the spirituality one. Um, Why did I get a missed call from Lithuania? Maybe you should call Lithuania back and find out. I'm not paying that much money to call Lithuania. Lithuania. Who would call you from Lithuania? Do you know so anyone? Do you know any Lithuanians? No, I don't think so. Oh. So I will just end this on when you win. It's got like this really interesting montage where of like fr- from like the beginning, it's just like it's just like an overhead view of your of the center of your city. Yeah. And slowly panning out, and it's just like a like a time lapse of your entire game. Um. And it's got like all it's, cool. it's got wow. all, like all these cool messages of like, you know, you survived, but at what cost? Um, and it's <laughs> like I like it, it's 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 a lot cooler than that. Like like it, it's actually got some like some cool little like meanings in it. Like you know, how happy are the people in this city that you actually made? Right. Um, they make you think about the terrible things you've done. Yep. Yep. I remember actually saying that to you when like when we were having that. When, when you were telling me the first time and you said, and I won, I was like, oh, but at what cost, Jeremy? And you were like, that's literally what it says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like literally all the people in the comments are saying order is stupidly efficient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But you don't get to be happy. No, you don't. The poor people. Yeah, it's fun. It's a just a fucking good, fun game. Just, you know, just a good family time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, mm-hmm. yeah, for my family, not the people in the game's family. <laughs> You've uh, you definitely made a compelling argument for it. I I don't know that I would go into it myself because I am not good at strategy games at the best of times. It reminds me of something that I've played, and I cannot pinpoint what that is. It, it's not like Lemmings. any other. <laughs> Lemmings. <laughs> it's not like any other strategy game I've ever played because I played quite a few. Like I've played a lot of Total Wars. I've played a lot of Civ. Um, you know, I've played games like StarCraft. I've played, you know, other RTS games like and some other Forex games. It's not like any of those. It's. More of it's 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 more of a resource management thing, but it's also about just acting quick on your feet about like what what do I need to know is coming next. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, cool. But well, it's on sale now. It's half price. Yeah, I hope it stays until I get paid. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just uh, I'll just borrow your Steam library and uh, and have a play of it. Jeremy, it, it's it's really interesting. Sale ends tenth of July. Yeah, that's next Friday. Nice. Uh, Wednesday. Nice. Oh, just. Yep. Just. Oh, it'll be the the Thursday. Yeah, yep. true. Well, All look right. out look out for that one. So, um after that jam-packed gameplay segment, I think we're we're, we're going to take a break, but 
Not before not we the find last, out. The last quarter of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, we don't have much news to talk about this week, but that's all right. We'll we'll, we'll still take a break now. Um, but not before we find out what June's question corner is going to be this coming week. Um, if you forgot, it is. Um, what is your favorite video game family? Not specifically family. It can be found family as well. Hmm. Yes. Group of characters. Yes. The Sims. Uh, have not, a think. It's not The Sims. We're going to take a break. <laughs> And uh, we'll be right back. Cashew. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> it's been one extra week than usual and you're like... Well, I forget about it when it's two weeks too. <laughs> is that why you're always so disappointed? Yep. Oh, my brain. My brain's chugging. My FIFA Ultimate Team. <laughs> what? <laughs> my favourite family. Sort of like if City Skylines was the most depressing game in the world. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of Plague. Hmm? I think I'm thinking of Plague. That's a great game. Hmm. Yeah, when I said um, Pandemic or Pop. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that was the um, a Flash-based version of that game. Hmm. I played a lot of Such an interesting idea, mm. playing the virus, and then you're, you're actually just playing the numbers because you've got to, mm. you've got to get as virulent as possible, yeah, but not being too deadly because if you're too deadly too quickly, they'll they'll knock they'll you out, yeah. and so you need to master the timing because the kill switch. Mm. I love the because you don't want to kill people too fast without infecting everyone. The way to play that game, I found, was to be silent so not kill anyone. Yeah. Infect the entire world, mm. and then, and and then, then like save up all your points and just like, you know, brain hemorrhage. Yeah, like, yeah, literally, <laughs> just, like, just like brain hemorrhage, diarrhea, vomiting, sweating, sneezing, coughing. Is he squirting? <laughs> sneezing, coughing.
feeding the chicken tell me that it's on. Mm. And so when he turned around, I was like, <laughs> I have a friend that like turn on like halfway, like the one percent on the switch with the light. Mm. If it's thirty yep. seconds, the one downstairs does that. Ugh. You didn't get those. Are you gonna get Hyrule? Maybe. Mm, probably not. Have you played any 3D Zelda games? Mm, I played Wind Waker. 2D. 2D, yeah. Uh, yeah, I played uh, Wind Waker. Oh, right. And Spirit of the Sea. Same as Zelda? scenes where I'm like, boy, and there are a lot of scenes where I'm like, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little beard in his body. Look at his body hair. His voice is really interesting. His really high. Oh, it's, I think it's nice. I need. I feel like there was maybe like the Spirit of the Sea and Breath of the Wild. What the Tears of the Kingdom and Wild? That too, but this is his brother. I don't know, I don't think he's that attractive. I think it's the hair. I think it's better here. Oh, it's probably better. Yeah, that's better. It's like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
podcast or shower because I can't I miss what they're saying because I stop at attention because I'm in the shower <laughs> interesting yeah. I'm not like in the shower for long enough to enjoy a podcast <laughs> you don't have an hour like, and a half showers max, I mean yes but like max like max like 15 minutes 20 minutes right yeah oh but okay. you see when I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> I see the kind of people I'm with now when I'm getting my shower isn't as nice as yours I'm sorry how long do you have showers for about a half an hour shower I mean, you're, you're making it sound like, like you do it every time. Yeah. Well, no. Usually it's like 20... Well, not usually. Like, it depends. With that shower head? <laughs> just get in the bath. <laughs> Save water. No, but I mean, like... Just lie down. Take your weight off. This is the thing about baths. You don't, get, you don't get clean in a bath. Not without actively trying to scrub yourself properly. No, but then, yeah, but then you're in dirty water. Your yeah. Yeah, then you should probably get out. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if I have a bath, I have a shower after. Okay, juice. Yeah, especially because you put like bubble bath and fucking bath bombs in there, you just get all gross. Yeah, or salts. Mm. Sea salts. Yes, we have a shower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm all prudy. I don't wash the prune off. <laughs> <laughs> don't wash the prune. That makes you prudier. <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I cut. He said on my mouth the other day. I'm sorry. Like just like on the gum though, on like just behind my back teeth. Mm. Ah. And so like. Oh. Nasty. Yep. Not fun. You might be out of breath there. What are you going to go to first on Saturday? Uh, when should I arrive at this party? Yeah. Um. <laughs> When should I arrive with these people that I've spent four or five hours with? Well, well, I'm well, doing a lot more time with Pat, but... What I'll do is I will message my friend and I'll be like, He's hey... He's not really going away though, is he? No, he's just moving <laughs> to a different shop, which is the <laughs> second closest shop. It's but funny. It's not in the same region anymore, is it? Huh? It's not in the same region, though. Region, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. my friend to see if I can hang out Friday night for a Saturday night. I don't know what to put in here. What? Mm. Oh, in there. Snacks. <laughs> just fill it up with chips. <laughs> Not in bags. <laughs> just just chips. Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
the idea for this uh, I'm just having popcorn <laughs> up to the brims Ew. and put a little heater in the middle of it and then pour butter <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just bread <laughs> 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 and then you just you just reach in and you're just like ah. <laughs> like not even a loaf and not even any crusts just just all center just, just all bread center it's, it's a it's a it's reconstituted a bread bread sponge what if you it's like what, if it was, what if it was this much and then beside you just had a, a tray of like peanut butter <laughs> oh. so you're just, just like I would just go alright something more something more um general and Something to put on it when you need something on it. So just Vegemite or something. Milk. Bread. <laughs> Bread and milk. You're trying to make pasta? <laughs> <laughs> Paper mache. Bread mache. Nutella. <laughs> this is like farewell bread for this like teacher of mine who I used to leave in my high school. Oh, I'm just like, congratulations, congratulations. I said a nice thing. And then one in the bottom says, that's sir unemployed to you. And then the next one says, goodbye forever. However, oh, it's creepy. It's a gamut. I don't want to go in the city. Right over there. I don't want to go that far. There is a walk. Go to the top of the tower, then turn your phone light on and off. <laughs> I'll, get my, I'll get my camera. I'll get my camera. I'll get my camera. I'll get my Nits of brightness. Mm-hmm. I thought you said that one by your HDRPG. Nits. Mm-hmm. The nits and aluminum. <coughs> mm, right. Maybe I'll one just more get bite. Right. You've got you've got a minute after that bite until you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia hungry consumers eagerly await HD remake of that rug with the robes on it. Nostalgia hungry consumers, I hate that fucking What, hard drive? Or the rug? The rug. Why? Because it was always just in like aftercare and it was always shit and it, I just never liked the perspective of it. I just was like, why am I on this thing? This feels gross. Like I never had one for me, so it was like... What are you talking about? Did you know those, those like, carpets that had the roads and... Oh, yeah. I, I like the road one. What is goat's Drive your car on it. Huh? What's goat's matter? It's 3-3. Three, three. Why is it goat's? Sorry. I don't know why they call it goat's. It's like three tanks, three of them. IGN just says, according to multiple reports, lizard pants are effectively the end of three tanks for healers. Parentheses, or, quote, goat's. Doesn't unquote. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long quote. <laughs> or, quote, goat's matter that has become the norm in most of them. <laughs> US Game Grumps episode just 14 minutes of game titles screen while Aaron and Dan suggest how weird it would be if they kissed. <laughs> Is that an onion article? Uh, hard drive. 
you off coughing. Oh, welcome to Thornbury. Yeah. Burglars steal everything but keys. What? <laughs> I forgot. I was going to show you guys something. I saw this on the toilet. Just announced with a really crappy Facebook post. Oh, How fine. much is it? EB exclusive. Uh, show me. Show like me. Show me. Show me. It's we $90. Had we had Spyro one. Um, no, we we got the it's Look at the that fucking it's, face though. It's made of fucking plastic. Yeah. Like it's awful, and yeah. the smoke comes out the the exhaust pipe. But yeah. ninety fucking dollars. Ninety bucks. Yeah. The Spyro one was. Spyro one was kind of good though because like it was ceramic as well. Was it ceramic? It was ceramic. Yeah. We had one, but we never took it out of the box. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, I, I bet you that's what it's like. You ready? Sure am. Can I do it like this? This is really comfortable. It's really comfortable. Is it? Is it going to be comfortable in half an hour? Yes. Yeah, no, these couches, these couches are fucking good. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. We are back from our break. It was good. Jeremy still hates his voice. I'm going to move on now to June's question corner. Where we're going to talk about video game families. June, what's the question for this week? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your f- favorite video game family? Who has an answer yet? I do. Okay. Do you not? I'm close. Wouldn't be an episode if Gary didn't have an answer when you started. <laughs> Shut up. Watch it, buddy. Or you or June, I, I order. Um, there's probably another one like better that I'm going to think of like in half an hour. Yep. But uh, Dragon Age 2... I think. Or Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay. Thank you. Tell me go tell Age. me more. Go Dragon Age too. Tell me more. Um in Dragon Age they're really funny and they're all like work together really good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um I don't, I don't know. I think I, I love all of those characters so much and like them being together and like because you have like four people in your party at once and mm. so, like hearing them all bounce off each other is funny and they'll do it differently and like they'll have different um relationships with each other mm. and stuff like that um yeah and i think it helps that like literally every single one of those characters except for anders i like mm. um so what's wrong with anders he is a, a terrorist oh <laughs> so the black sheep of the family he, he's the one that sparked like the war between the templars and the mages so he blew up a church oh that's bad everyone inside that's very bad yeah and technically as hawkey helped him do that unknowingly because he makes you without you knowing that you're building a bomb that's sad right. yeah during this is good cool and that's what like the whole plot of inquisition is based off that moment at the end of dragon age 2 oh wow i knew someone called anders once i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> did they get you to build anything no <laughs> i just sort of watched them from afar <laughs> moving on past how creepy that sounds um <laughs> <laughs> Gary, got an answer yet? Uh, yeah, I think I got a couple of answers. Can I, I guess wanted... what it is before you say it? Oh, okay. Normandy. No. Okay. Because the thing with the the thing with the Mass Effect crew is that they rarely interact with each other, apart from when they bang. And no, I mean not. No, no, I mean like 
they it's it's rare that like Tali will interact interact with Liara or Miranda will in, will interact with Jacob or really? anything like that. Oh, they interact with you the entire time? A lot of the time, yeah. And because right. you can only take two of them out on missions. Like you'll get some dialogue between them that's unique. Mm. And that's cool. But like a lot of the time if you go to talk to one of them, it's just them on their own. And that that's fine. Sucks. But so when you when not- you said Dragon Age and you said like found family and you like you like the way they bounce off each other and stuff like that. I was like, that does sound good. I wish I'd had that in Mass yeah, Effect. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> that Mass Effect doesn't have that. To be yeah, honest, that's like that's honestly one of my favorite things about Star Trek. It's like you get to you get to interact with the characters, you get to know them, you get to, but it's a lot more on an individual level. Like uh, all of the dialogue between the Dragon Age characters when you're out is so funny, right? Because that like you're just walking around like trying to do stuff and they're talking to each other along the way and you like listen to them while they're talking while you're trying to find I don't know some fucking artifact. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, that 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 ain't it. Mm. That ain't that it, chief. That gives me a reason, more reason to not play Mass Effect. It, but it's good. <laughs> um, so my my first answer is like Final Fantasy X, but that's because it's like a Final Fantasy game, so there's a bunch of characters in it. Like I don't actually know that they all interact with each other that well. That's just the Final Fantasy game that I'm fondest of. So I'm kind of disqualifying that answer from myself. But I think I kind of like like Ratchet and Clank almost. Mm. Like even okay. just the, even just the two of them um, as a family. Because like they, they, they play with that with the games um, with like the PS3 generation where it was where it's like Clank trying to find out who he who made him and and um, Ratchet trying to figure out his who, who his like ancestry. his his um parents because like he'd never had parents or whatever um and then he's got that like uncle in the um yeah. in Kraken time who, who azimuth who's who's really cool but like misguided and he wants to bring uh, like so they deal with family in that sense a lot in the in the ps3 generation um but it's a great cast of characters in that game mm. and the way ratchet and clank haha um like bond together and learn from each other and the way that relationship develops i think is really neat and fun and cool um and then and then i think my my only other answer that i've got like right now is uncharted just the way all of those characters interact over the course of the different games and how they change and you learn about nathan's past in um three and again in four and then when they introduce sam and like all of those characters interacting and their different their different quips and their moments together and stuff like that. Like, I, big ups to Naughty Dog for the, for all of those relationships because they're quite good. And seeing like Chloe and Elena get to know each other at the end of Uncharted Two, and they're like at each other's throats because like it's bad in the middle of the thing because it's it's good game, mm. good game. Can I add to mine? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Um, Parkour Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. As far as this guy. Um, like you and your partner and then also joining the guild and then having all the all the friends in the guild together. Especially because you go on adventures with specific ones as well so you get to know. And then they all talk to each other separately and stuff like that. And you're all like in this big guild family together. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Heat is on. Heat is on. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is my first Pokemon party. Oh, it's a cute oh, one. Wow. That is so cute. <laughs> Told you. Cute one. Yeah. He said it was a cute <laughs> one. Told you. Um, yeah, I, I've spoken about them before in previous episodes of the podcast, I think. Um, with my hoot hoot. No, no, hooty. My knockdown. I don't, don't, I think, don't, think, you I don't think we've done this. Really? I yeah. I think I've heard it. I had a Torterra named Ter- uh, 
Tori. Tori. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Tori. I don't remember. Uh, there was Ho- uh, Hootie the Noctowl because it was Hoot Hoot, but then it was Hoot. Uh, yeah, Noctowl. Did every kid just put IE on the end of like Chari? No, I mean, one was Y, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Bobby. Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> there, there was Bobby. Um, yeah, there was, there was definitely Chari. There was, um, yeah, but there was also. Um, Blasty. Blasty. Uh, there was. Uh, uh, Kadabra who didn't want a nickname because he's oh, he didn't want one. No, he no, told you that. no, he's a Kadabra. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He, you know, what's your name? Kadabra. Oh, okay. Sentient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, nah, fuck off. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got spoons, Kerry. Um, <laughs> call him Spoony. Yeah. And then, the, and then there was, pa- and then there was Palky, my Palkia. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he he wanted a nickname because he because he knew he was different, but he but he wanted to be part of the gang. You didn't want to call him pal. No, no. It was when pal, you're a pal, god, palky. but you need to fit in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your name was Palky, the time god. Was he space? I don't remember. I think it was time. Uh, Diago was Diago was space. Space. I think. Yeah. I think. Mm. Um, and then there was one or two more, but they were yeah, just that like was, that wasn't six. And then yeah, there were, there were one or two more, but they were just like my HM slaves. <laughs> so I don't remember. So they could have they sort of like rotated out. But I had I had those four. Um yeah, my 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 first my first big video game family. Cute. Along with Dialga. And, and Fred, my um Fred. Ri- my rival. And Fred. <laughs> Except I didn't know how to do lowercase, so he was Fred! <laughs> <laughs> And I was Jezza. Oh, dear. Did you figure it out for your Pokemon or were they all like, Torty? Uh, no, I think for I think for those ones, they did it on their own. Oh, only weird. The, yeah, I don't know. Along with Could Dialga and Giratina, it yep. is a member of the creation trio of Sinnoh, representing space. Okay, so Palkia is space, Dialga is time, and Giratina is... Space uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Let me see here. Um. Oh, let's just go. Yes, yeah, Giratina. Giratina. Um, antimatter. Representing antimatter. Cool. That's cool. That is very cool. That region is just so cool. Yeah, I wish I'd played platinum. Those movies are also very cool. The 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 um, dark crime movie. Mm. Very fucking cool. I didn't see it. It's worth a watch. Even now, like I rewatched it not longer, still holds up. Still did, really fucking cool. Did you watch the original Pokemon movie? Either of you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, good movie. Didn't they put it at cinemas recently? I think they did. I feel like I remember that. I, I remember going to the cinema. Yeah, they did. It was at Hoyts. I went to Northlands and I cried. Oh, you watched <laughs> it in cinemas? Yeah. Right. Was it good in cinemas? It was fine. Okay. It was busy. Do you remember when it came out? You could get like exclusive Pokemon cards. No. At the time it came out, I don't remember. I was three. Came out two thousand, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Ugh, people like you make me sick. People like you. <coughs> I said that and then I was like, Ugh. it's <laughs> actually just not funny. Um, wait, we answered the question. Yeah. Go w- us. What's next week's question? Oh, um, I did have an answer. Hang on. Let me just get up. Jude's, <laughs> so we've got this new setup. We have more like space and Jude's been lying down all comfy like. Very comfortable. Um, oh, look at that list. What what game character would you want to be friends with and why? Oh. Ooh. Master Chief. <laughs> John. John. <Goku>. John. <laughs> uh, Sin. Who? 
Who's Sin? Final Fantasy X. He's the like world eater whale. Oh right, so I this is this is how very, did I just remind you of something with so, that? So this is very on topic, and I'm not going to talk about this for very long. But for, I had this conversation with my friend where he was talking to me about Final Fantasy X, and it turns out I know literally fucking nothing about that game. Oh yeah, and he started listing out characters, and I'm like, I've never fucking heard of any of these. Yeah, like literally, like I've at least heard of like Bahamut. Nothing but else. That's 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 a. That's a summon. That's a that's Final like, Fantasy character. That's a that's general Final Fantasy yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, ever, I know. I, I know. You know. You'll ever hear about you, Yevon? Seymour. What the fuck is that? Who the fuck is Seymour? Seymour. He's the most he's the anime. Springfield. He's, nah, he's the most anime character you've ever seen in your life. Hair that comes about two feet in front of his face. Just two feet. You watch more anime, friend. No, nah, this guy's pretty anime. He's got a. He's he's got the deepest V. It's like it basically goes down to like where there should be like pubic hair. <laughs> You know, it's just, it just, it goes so far down. <laughs> okay. Jacked. Did you call me? Spira. Nah. Uh, Kilika. I'm, no. just, I'm just listing vague yeah, things. Right, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, uh, what, what, what were the machines called? They were called uh, Machina. I mean, I've heard of those. And they were the, um, they were the, machine. they're the, the forbidden machines that brought on something, something or other. And they're the Albed who like use the machines and they're like a terrorist group. But then it turns out they're actually just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a big airship and, and Yuna is related to Sid who flies the I airship. I know Sid. Yeah. Cause Sid's in every game. Right. Is he in every game? He's in most of them. Okay. He's in 15. Yeah. He is. Yes. He is. He's very old. Mm. Yeah. He's in fourteen as well, I think. And in ten, every time you every time you use the airship, he's like, "Go get him, kid." He's in Kingdom Hearts too. He's really old in that, but he looks like Final Fantasy Seven Sid, so it's really weird. Mm. He sounds like Final Fantasy Fifteen, <laughs> but he looks like Final Fantasy Seven. You know, Bender's in Final Fantasy Ten as a voice actor. Oh, okay, I meant the character. Yeah, no, like whatever. The, is it John DiMaggio? Yeah, yeah. He plays Waka. Yeah. No walkers. Let's yeah. move on. Lulu. Oh my god. <laughs> Moogle. Uh, okay. I'm gonna um, whack you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so we have a slight bit of. We've just got a few news topics to talk about. Uh, some updates. Uh, some some brief things, but uh, not a whole lot to talk about. There is one thing I wanted to bring up now, and but we aren't going to go into it mostly because none of us have read up on it. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, Jason Schreier, of course, we're talking about Jason Schreier, brought out an article last week about uh, this culture of crunch. Uh, it's just at another studio this time, and that being uh, Treyarch, the developers of Black Ops, the Call of Duty series. Um, uh, it apparently was quite bad. They apparently treat their quality assurance testers like rubbish, and they went through a lot of development all questions and concerns and it didn't go so well and a lot of that led to stress put on the team um i recommend giving it a read i haven't yet because it's very long um but go have a read of it i think it's very important and i think uh given our track record of bringing up all the crunch issues in the industry i thought it was important important to uh bring up again and mention um uh something else that happened over this time period was ea <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'm trying to figure out how to explain this so ea oh, basically God. tried it came out 
and they tried to spin. So EA, EA came out with a bunch of games in 2017 <laughs> that were lauded as being like the most terrible, egregious examples of microtransactions. Which they're not. Because Battlefield Battlefront 2 is pretty bad. No, but I mean because mobile games exist. Yes, is what that's I mean. True. But in terms of in the mainstream Yes, in terms of a triple A game, one hundred percent. Yep. And so that from that point on, uh, I, I feel like there's been a bit of a, a a chilling effect since then on on microtransactions. You know, a lot of buzzwords at E3 were people being like, oh, the content will be free after launch. And everyone's like, yay. And it's like, you don't have to pay for any of the microtransactions. And everyone goes, yay. And um, Randy's like, except there's some, but no. Yeah, but it's not microtransactions, but it's it's cosmetics, but it's not microtransactions. Anyway. Um, I can't believe you would <laughs> fuck me like this. <laughs> so EA comes out. A couple of weeks, or like a week ago, a week or two ago, and they say, "Have you got the article, Jeremy?" Uh, yep. And they they come out and they say, "We don't have loot boxes in our games. We have surprise mechanics." The twenty first. Oh my god! Oh my god! Surprise <laughs> mechanics, quote unquote, whatever the hell that means. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so a senior executive at Electron said, "I'm I'm reading directly from the Polygon article." A senior executive at Electronic Arts told the United Kingdom's Parliament that the company re- prefers to call loot boxes, quote, surprise mechanics, and <laughs> argued that their use in EA games is, quote, quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable to people. Quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable to people. Mm-hmm. What people? If you have to tell someone that something's ethical, like... Quote, they aren't gambling, and we disagree that there's evidence to show that this leads to gambling. That quote. End quote. It's such a bullshit yep. spin. Surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics that are very ethical and very fun. It's so weird because it's like, it's this weird like double down. It's like, no, 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 we, we didn't we didn't give you loot boxes. We gave you, uh, you know, it's just a little just surprise a little mechanics. Surprise it's like, no, we didn't. We didn't break the law. We just we just borrowed that car. Like it's like what what are you talking about? You're lying to yourself. Mm. You're lying to yourself, and you're and you're not convincing anybody else. The only surprise mechanic that I would like to see oh, is no. Sid in Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he's at the start of the game. <laughs> I didn't know he was in it. Oh, he surprise! Was, he was a surprise mechanic. Very surprise mechanic. You have to pay a lot of money. To yeah. Him. Mm. How often does your car break down in that game? Many. Yep. Hope you like walking at night. So you can look at no. Sid's granddaughter. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> She's fine. Ariana, on the other hand, now we're talking. Grande? You beat me to <laughs> Grande? it. Grande? <laughs> <laughs> yes, what is yes last but name? no. Is that the answer? That that beautiful, beautiful woman with like the blonde hair that comes down from the airship and like spikes some enemies and then fucks off again. She's very good. Samus? <laughs> Blitzball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I kind of wanted to bring that up, bring it's that to attention. So bad. It's really bad. I I I wonder what their their point of doing that is because I don't think they were convincing anyone. Well, no, because they were in, they were fucking called to parliament. Yeah, it was it was They're like not a, gamers there. They don't know what they were, that stuff they means. They were testifying. Yeah. They were not testifying. They were called to parliament to testify. Ugh. Take it home, Gary. Take it home. You got you got one more. One more. No, two more. Two more. Oh yeah. Um. So we we brought this up to June before as like a oh June. No, did no, you no. He- we should end with this one. What? We Why do you want me to go ham at the very end? Because. All right. No, because the other one's just an update, right? Yes, yeah, so that would be quick. So Randy Pitchford. Oh. 
<laughs> Take us home, Jeremy. Okay, so, <laughs> so when was this? Like two months ago now, maybe when we did the Randy Pitchford episode. Yeah, when Rand- he when he went like when he when he when he, when he went ham on social went media unfiltered. against like Andy McNamara and other people. Randy, Andy, Randy, and Andy. Um, updates have come out of the Randy Pitchford siphoning funds out of Gearbox's bonus into his own bonus lawsuit. Yeah. Out of, out of the allegations of that, some yep. information, some, an update has come out, which is the, the ex, what is it? He, he was, he was an ex person who was in charge of a major part of Gearbox. Yeah. Has provided legal documents who is currently in a legal battle with Randy Pitchford. Who, which he's was it that lawyer guy that that started the lawsuit against him? I don't know. Calendar, uh, uh, the the disgruntled former employee is what it's known is is what they're known as known as internally inside of Gearbox. Um, disgruntled former employee <laughs> or John Kelly? Yes, you're right. An attorney with DGF. <laughs> no, DGE. DGE. DF. Disgruntled a. former DF. A. E. Disc- I was doing it Where syllables. Where did you get G from? Yeah. Disgruntled. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 D G T F M E. Um. So the so basically, like documents have been put into the course the uh, the the court yep. case, uh, which seems to back up the claim that twelve million dollars have been siphoned. Into Pitchford's private company. That's a whole lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting because the way this all was sort of started, it seemed like this um this public like spat that was happening, mm. and it all seemed a bit outlandish and like, oh, you're hurt and you're trying to take down a CEO, so you're trying to come up with the most outlandish stuff possible. But now, now they've put, now they've got some dirt. Yeah, and like a lot of people, I think when this stuff started coming out, thought it was going to take a lot longer to find out some of this, some of these juicy details that are coming out. Juicy deets, um, the, the JDs. There you go. Nailed Nailed it. It down now. What's with the, what's with the acronyms tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with the acronyms, KP? <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, yeah. So more documents are coming in. Twelve million dollars is a whole lot of money. It's looking more and more likely that. Randy did actually siphon $12 million out of Gearbox. Do you think he would lose his CEO status? There's another one for you, Jeremy. An know, acronym, CEO. I think, I think, does he also own Gearbox? I think, I think I don't, he does, I don't doesn't he? I think he does, which is which. I think if anything would happen, 2K would then refuse to stop publishing their games. Good. Which could also be very big. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, know. I don't know what 2K are like. Maybe they're like, whatever. Who knows? Mm. I have no idea, they, honestly. They put a bunch of ads. In there's, there's such a NBA big company under like one of the largest companies in the world. It's just this whole like other like yeah. echelon of understanding. Like I just don't understand what mm. life is like in that in that sphere. <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of magic parties apparently. Like the gathering, or, or you mean no. like you mean like yeah. illusions, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> You know this, right? The whole that's what Randy loves. Randy is a magician. Are you well? <laughs> I'm laughing at my own arrested development reference. No. <laughs> uh, it's not your reference, uh, Kerry. You're not referencing yourself. I made the reference. Overwatch. So, 
Uh, we mentioned this thing to... Yes, thank you for the update, Jeremy. It was good. We will see what comes out next. Sorry, that sounded sarcastic. I've been enraptured by this court order. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm sorry, I am losing it. So, we mentioned this to June. We're going to finish off with this one. I mentioned this to June as we were in the break before, and we were like, hey, June, did you hear about this Overwatch thing? And she was like, no. And we, were, and we like mentioned the thing, and they, they started talking and fuming and being all like this. And I was like, we should talk about this on the podcast. Mm. So... Basically, what it is, I'm going to read straight from the IGN article because uh, I don't know, I don't know enough about this. So this uh, this came out thirtieth of June, so a few days ago. Uh, written by Joseph Noop, K N O O P Noop. Cool. Uh, and the article is called "Overwatch League to End Goats Meta with New Role Locking System." Reports say, uh, "Don't ask what goats means. None of us know." But we will describe what it means. But we don't know why it's called goats, but uh, yeah. but we can tell you what it means. Okay, so uh, here, here we are. Here's the article. According to multiple reports, Blizzard plans to effectively end the three tanks, three healers, parentheses, or goats uh, <laughs> meta that has become the norm in most Overwatch League matches, as has been a common complaint among viewers. So for those who, just a brief overview, in Overwatch you have two teams of six go against each other. You have lots of different characters you can pick. The general composition of those teams in competitive at the moment tends to be three tank characters and three healers. And like that's that's been standard for... All of this season of Overwatch. So which, which has been going for months maybe now. Maybe six months, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it says here and been a common complaint among viewers. In an original report from Upcomer, the esports news site claimed that multiple sources it had within the Overwatch League had told them that Blizzard will implement a 2-2-2 roll lock for teams starting in the league's fourth stage starting July 25th. Um, oh, my website is broken. According to PC Gamer, former Overwatch pro Bayek... Bayek? Bayek? Is that Bayek? Bayek? Fisher, Chan Hyung himself a former tank main for Seoul Dynasty, later repeated the rumor in a stream shortly following his retirement announcement. Chan Hyung echoed that the 2-2-2 roll lock had already been decided for stage four of the league. I'm retired now, so I'll say it. Next stage, stage four, 2-2-2 locks decided. Um, 2-2-2 typically refers to two assault slash defense characters, two tanks and two healers slash supports. In previous stages of the Overwatch League, the quote, GOATS meta, three healers, three tanks, had evolved into the predominant team makeup given the tank's high health pools and how difficult it could be to eliminate a tank being healed by up to three support characters. Um, I found out what GOATS means. Oh, yeah? Go all tanks and supports. Uh. Oh. That's boring. Yep. But I don't know what I expected. I thought it was going to be, you know, it's the greatest of all time in terms of all the characters. Yeah, that's, that's the only acronym I know I of. Thought that's it, I thought it was like, because they ram hard and GOATS have one and they ram. Yeah, I feel like that, <laughs> that's why. That, that's a better guess than I had. Um, so, can I go off? What are your thoughts, June? What, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about this? Because you're the one who, out of the three of us, who actually knows anything about competitive Overwatch. Um, I have thought about it a bit, and I think that um, this, uh, I don't like it, but I see what they're trying to do. I guess um, the thing with this meta is that meta changes and meta has always like in the last in the last overwatch season like it was all dive competition and it was all cannibal um and the fun well i guess how, how overwatch has general how blizzard has normally overcome that is they release a new character that actively stops people playing that competition right so it's like a hard counter yeah so i think it was um anna stopped cannibal 
cannibal? I can't remember what it was actually called, with the Reinhardt shield at the front and then a, a Roadhog hook, but, hook behind. But at that point, Anna was... Anna was the first character. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah, but uh, by that point, there was she still... She was already no, out, wasn't but she? There was, someone, no, but someone. there was still no limits back then, though. Huh? There was still no limits back then to, and, anyway. to multiple characters. No, in comp, in comp there was. There was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't play season one. It, uh, in, in like competitive like worlds and like, stuff. Like there esports. Was. Yeah, esports there was. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then there was dive meta, which was like, you know, the fast characters jump over the top, Winston, main tank. Right, okay. Main tank. Um, and that's that's been stopped as well because like they've introduced more characters and like the way of getting around it is going to realize that I guess I, I'm not like a coach or anything like that, obviously, but like, um, maybe it is harder to think about ways to get around goats. But um, I think that like this is just another I think maybe just them being lazy and not trying to think about what they can do to eliminate it differently i don't know like i think the the fun thing about overwatch league and what has always been fun is like when someone in the last minute will pull out a fucking torbjorn and like you'll have like a <laughs> stupid competition with like one mercy and like the rest uh assault characters like and they win like right because they don't the other team are goats and they don't expect them to swap the composition up like that and yep. they still win oh, right? oh interesting and i feel like if the two 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 you're not gonna have that anymore like it's gonna be the typical like Winston, off tank, Mercy, maybe Moira, Sombra, and Soldier, I guess. Like, that's going to be it. There's going to be standard. You don't think there's any room for... I don't think so. For no. creative license inside of that composition? I, maybe a little bit, but I think there's going to be so Much many less. easier ways to be able to combat that. And so, like, if, if the other team has this... If the other team has a Sombra, then the other team will swap out to this and it'll be, like, instant changes and then that's just how it, it'll be. Like, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just don't have another character ready. I mean, when did Baptiste come out? It was, what, like, two months ago? Yeah. I don't think Baptiste has really made much of an no, impact in a lot of that stuff. No, I I just... Ash certainly didn't. Mm-mm. No. I don't know. Do you think those characters were meant to try and address Hammond, the meta? Hammond was because he could get around the Reinhardt shield and stuff so right. stop the um the big push with the Reinhardt shield um Anna was because you can um lob behind and the shield comes down and stuff like that Sombra was because yep. it pulls the shield down like yep. um Moira was just pretty s- just strong Moira, she's yeah. so yeah. strong yeah I don't know hmm yeah it's interesting uh in it says at the bottom of the article, uh, in addition to uh, upsetting some team balances, uh, the move is notably going against what Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan told Kotaku last year, saying that a rigid role-locking system, quote, hurts the spirit of the game. That's that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean about, you know, the nasty Torbjorn swaps. Like- yeah. I, f- I feel like it sort of damages some of the creativity that happens yeah. a lot of the time. Because, mm. um, like, I don't watch Overwatch League... Like when it's live, I'll see like replays and Twitter, like highlights. Yeah. And so every now and again, I'll get like the, you know, a really creative May wall over an obstacle, which yeah. no one has thought to put a May exactly. wall over. Like, where they all just like jump in, follow it, and all of a sudden the enemy's overrun because they have no idea what the fuck just happened. Or yeah. the, the really quick, like, um, everyone plays fast characters to dive in first and then swaps. Like, yeah. That's just not going to work anymore. Like, I don't know. Do you think there's do you think there's room for things to be found out within that meta, within that two 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 meta, or do you think it's it's just going to be the same thing? Because when when I see clips from Overwatch nowadays, 
I feel like I am looking at the same clip every time. Like not not crazy highlights like those, but like just general like good play highlights where it's like, oh, you happen to get off a good, um, oh, what's her name with the graviton? Diva. No. Zarya. Zarya. Well, you happen to get off a good Zarya alt, so everyone gets pulled to the center. Then Diva nukes, and then and then you take the point, right? Like, mm. I feel like that's that's every like great play that I see. <laughs> it's it's something like that. Because it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's not going to change though. Zarya and Diva, two tanks. That's true. For dive. I mean, like mm. constraints breed creativity, but there's a level of like forcefulness. I think that it. It will turn Overwatch into a more formulaic game, mm. which I don't think, I don't know. I just don't think it works as well because all of the different characters and all the different abilities and stuff, they all work well because of the different synergies that you can create and you have a much more limited amount of options when you do that. Mm. So there's there's less room for finding an expansion on what the meta could be. Mm. I would love if they, instead of putting this in like competitive, like Overwatch League, if they put it in normal comp instead. Right, right. So people would fucking play the right classes <laughs> and it would be more balanced. What if they put it in quick play only? I would. That would be okay with me. <laughs> play Mystery Heroes if you want to fuck around. Yeah. Mystery Heroes is pretty good though. What oh, if- it's actually kind of crap. But when it's good, it's good. I hate it. Yeah. What if what if they just removed all the limits again? <laughs> just go back. Just multiple heroes. Same hero. Bring, I still bring back Beyblades. <laughs> bring back Six Bastion <laughs> on a Volskaya. Bring the, the, the conveyor belt of turrets. I want a game like that once. That was a that was a good that was a good night. Six six turrets. <laughs> uh I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'll I'll be interested to see. So how long does this, what is it, what did they um, call it, which there's, four, there's, stage four, how long does that go for? Uh, they go for four weeks, five weeks, six okay. weeks, and there's six stages, okay. four or five stages. It's almost finished. Okay. Interesting. Well, watch this space. Mm. I'm glad you had thoughts on it. I always have thoughts on Overwatch. That's good. I don't. It's not. Oh. <laughs> I want 2016 Overwatch back. <laughs> I just want her back. You want Symmetra's old abilities? Uh, yes, honestly. Oh, I hate facing a Symmetra. Anyway, I think that's the end of the show. Yeah, we did it. We got there. I uh, I nearly uh, I nearly went to sleep in the middle of there. I'm not asleep, but like I'm I'm, I'm losing my marbles. Um, thank you so much for watching, listening. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Leave that in. That's, that's staying in. It's like, just, it's okay. You just, you just, you just be my, my autocorrect. Just, you just have to do it after the fact. You missed the comma. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm turning you off. You get, I'm cutting you off. Uh-huh. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find all of our content at minibap.com.au. Uh, you can also find all of what we post on the website posted to Twitter at minimap au you can also find each of us on twitter individually june where, they, where can they find you june is j-u-n underscore e-double-s you can find me at kj palmer underscore 24 jeremy you can find me at obi one jazz uh you can also support us now on patreon.com slash minimap au you can start at just any amount if you want if you like anything that we do and you have the funds we would strongly 
Uh, well, not strong. Well, well, let me restart that. Strongly support us. We would, we would strongly <laughs> appreciate. No, if 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 you have appreciated anything that we have created, if you have enjoyed anything, uh, we'd love it if you could go take a look at the site, see if there's anything that you're down to support us for at any amount. Um, any support is well appreciated, and uh, even if you don't choose to support us on Patreon, that's fine. If you just choose to listen to us, that's 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 more than enough support already. That is that is wonderful. So, um. Uh, again, the website link for that is patreon.com.a. No, patreon.com slash minimapau. Um, yeah, and see if you like any of the goodies there. I have been editing some outtakes, and they are some funnies. I do like them. We'll see how we uh, release those. I'll, I'll show them. I'll show them to you later. Okay, you, and we'll see what we think. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Until uh, two weeks from now, this has been the Minimapcast, and uh, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Listening. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Watching. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching slash listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.